Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. cold out in the dark something's lurking at the edge of the park people be warned people beware there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair hear him cry hear him howl looking for someone to disembowel claws like a hook eyes like coal feet so big they're gonna crush your soul they call him sasquatch Good morning and welcome to Yowie Central. This is Sarah Vignal and you're listening to 94.9 Main FM. This is the community radio show where we bring you the latest on Yowie Research in Australia and we delve into the endlessly fascinating realm of Bigfoot, Sasquatch and cryptozoology from here and around the world. We go into all sorts of mysterious weird stuff paranormal encounters, UFO sightings, demons, psychics, ghosts, you name it, we go there. I have a fascinating show lined up for you today, my friends. I spoke to Michelle from Reedsdale, Victoria, just a hop, skip and a jump from Castlemaine, where Yowie Central is based. She had a few really interesting local stories to tell about our hairy friends, including from a couple of different witnesses who saw a 15-foot yowie. Yes, folks, 15 foot. <laughs> it's huge, ginormous. So here's Michelle to tell you her stories. Hi, Sarah. Oh, hi, Michelle. How are you doing? Yeah, good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good too. I'm good too. Thanks so much for reaching out to me uh, via the Yowie Central Facebook page. I really appreciate it. I've been sort of wanting to, I'm on a couple of the Australian sites and I keep thinking, oh, one day I'll tell everyone like what I've been through <laughs> and that person's uh, what they showed of the area around here, I thought, well, I've got quite a few stories. 
you contacted me because uh, someone posted, um, it was actually a report made to another organisation, but it was a, in, a, right. in our local area. Just, yeah. Was it Pilchers? Pilchers, Pilchers Res- Bridge. You've got Pilchers Bridge, Reserve, Sutton Grange, all that yeah. area through there. Yeah. yeah. And that matched up with a report that we've just gotten in, we, we as in Australian Yowie Research, that we've just gotten in from that area as well, a little bit further really? north. And that was One Tree Hill Regional Park up near Bendigo. Yeah. And we did have a, like three reports, Yowie sightings, in the Whipstick area just north of Bendigo in 2010-2011. So the yep. area, we do have a bit of history in this area. And you live in Reedsdale. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, six k's northish of Reedsdale on uh, acreage out here. And I've been here 30 years in November. And it's such a beautiful part of the world, Reedsdale. It I is. Those gorgeous rolling hills. and Yes, yes. Not, not to mention... Turpins Falls is just, and that's that's part of Reedsdale, is it, or is that a little bit further away? Um, that's in between Reedsdale and Metcalf, and I've got a very oh, interesting right. story for you uh, just on that alone as well. Um, a first-hand report from someone who, yeah, when you're ready, I can tell you quite a few things. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear your stories. <laughs> so <laughs> where would you like to start? You can. I'll try not to interrupt you too much. I'll start from what I've experienced here because it's only because of that that I have researched and researched and, oh, I've got my dove keeps landing on my head. Come on, honey, you've got to go out there. Um, <laughs> well, I rescue birds. Oh, oh I can birds. hear it. I can hear the birds. <laughs> yeah, there's four in the house and the dove keeps following me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I lock myself in my bedroom and then I won't get bothered. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> my husband died in 1991 of a car accident, so oh. my I had three little kids. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Michelle. Yeah, and we got a payout, so I thought, what, if I, what do I want to do? And I thought, I've always wanted to live on the farm. I've never been a city girl. So we bought this property I'm on now. The kids are all growing up now. They're all in their 30s. Raised them here. I wasn't long after I moved in because when I bought this place, the house was only a two-and-a-half-bedroom house. It was tiny. And it was a relocate from um, down the beach somewhere. It was quarantine station down there. I think it's been shut down now, um, but it was a house off of that quarantine station. And that was moved up here in the 1970s. Now, where they've put the house, which is part of the story, the house is a driveway beside the house, which is where the original bedroom started. Driveway, shed, fence, neighbour's driveway. So my neighbour's driveway, I don't know why they put it here. It's disgustingly close to the bedroom. You're right. <laughs> and to my house. Mind you, I'm on 25 acres and they're on 400 and something acres and the driveways are right beside my property. So yeah. no one lived there. No one's lived on that property for now probably 40-odd years. Abandoned old house down there. As I said, uh, I think it was three, 400 acres down there. Uh, my nearest neighbour at the time was about a kilometre and a half away, so it was fairly isolated, which I like. I don't like having people around. And I like to sort of be a bit isolated. 
So either way, we were looking, the closest one was a kilometre and a half one way and a good couple of k's the other way. So the people who owned the property lived in Melbourne. She was a scientist. He was a veterinarian. So they weren't up here much. Then one night I'm laying in bed. It must have been well after midnight and I'm just laying there and I could hear people talking in next door's driveway. I could hear it fade in and fade out to women. Walking along, talk, 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 they're getting louder and louder and then they faded off as they went back down the driveway again and I thought, what the hell is Alison doing up here? Because she was quite a bit older than me. In the middle of the night, walking with someone, I got jumped up and looked out the window. There's no torch. It was black. And I thought, okay, that's extremely weird. And I laid down and went back to sleep. <laughs> I think it must have been a good year or two later I heard it again, and that time it started to freak me out because I know they weren't up here, that she didn't even really have friends. She wasn't a very liked lady and still isn't, and she wouldn't be up. She was a snobby, richy person. She wouldn't have been up walking in the middle of the night down the driveway for a start. And I used to, well, I still do rescue wildlife, and the lady who I'm quite close to after 30-odd years, I rang her and I said, do you know of any nocturnal Australian animals that sound like people talking, but you can hear what they're, they're you can hear them talking, but you can't understand what they're saying? Clear as day, two people chatting away. No, she didn't know. And I was always a nerd. I had the intel. I was the first one in Reedsdale to have the internet. I went to TAFE as soon as the first course in computers came up. Uh, so I was right into technology. So therefore, I was able to research as much as what I could on what Australian animals, not nocturnal, that sounded like that. There's nothing. There's the one of the owls screams like a woman, but this was no scream. This was two people talking. Now, skip ahead hmm, probably 15 or so years after that, I've added an extension on the house. At the bedroom, my main bedroom now is at the opposite end of the house. I've added a long a lengthway. So the house is now shaped like a T, where before it was just like an I. Now I've added a T piece onto the end, where the bedroom I was now in faces onto the back paddock. So there's no drives, drives there. It is just my paddock. That paddock goes down into a valley to the river, obviously with some farm fencing in between. And I actually had a boyfriend over this night and we were laying in bed talking and all of a sudden we heard two women walking past my goddamn bedroom window talking. Now this guy, he's supposed to be a big, tough, ex spiky. He says, I'm not going out there. <laughs> He was so so brave. <laughs> I, I know, and I'm like, I told him about this in the past, and lo and behold, like years apart, all of a sudden, it happened again. We could hear these two women walk past my damn bedroom window, and off into the paddock, and I was like, "See, see, see! Can you believe me now?" <laughs> and it made me happy because I had a witness to it. And, and what women are going to be walking through my paddock in the middle of the night once again, talking. So there's obviously two of them. So then uh, this was going back probably about four years now, maybe four to five years. Uh, I tend to leave YouTube running in the house while I'm working around inside the house. And 
wasn't looking at anything to do with Bigfoot or Yowies, anything. I hadn't even, that thought hadn't even crossed my mind. It always had me bamboozled. What the hell are these two women? What were they? I knew it wasn't human. It had to be an animal, but I had no idea it was a Yowie or Bigfoot. All of a sudden, a video popped up of someone in America who was a hunter out in the forest, and he said he could hear two people talking just off in the distance, and he knew there was no one there. And I, my ears pricked up. And so I watched that, and then I found everything I could with Bigfoot or Yowies with people that sound like people talking and come across quite a few now, like just through YouTube, and I thought, well, that's definitely what I've heard. Then this is where I start getting to other people's um, stories. A good friend of mine, family, our kids grew up together. They live from me about two kilometres out towards Bendigo Way, I suppose. He came over one night for a barbecue we had and we just got onto the subject of it and he said that him and his wife were driving back from Bendigo. Now, this happened in the middle of the day. Uh, I don't know if you know Twin Rivers. There's the turn-off to Twin Rivers to Lake Epilock. That area there, that turn-off area, him and his wife were driving along, and they saw a tree walking. Right. <laughs> yes. Middle of the day, sober as judges, they both saw it. He turned around to Helen and said, did you see that? And she goes, yes, keep driving. It was at least 15 feet tall, dead, dead straight like a tree. Fascinating. He knows what he saw, swore blind. Now, his son has also seen one out at Epilock across the other side of the lake. Both of them are brownie, chocolatey brown, dark brown colour. Is there any chance I could talk to that guy who's, or, or that, that couple who saw that thing? Do you reckon um, they'd talk to me? I really don't know. I'd have to ask them. First, they're fairly reserved quiet, keep-to-himself type people, but if I had a chat, they might, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd just love to hear yeah. it firsthand from them. Yeah. Uh, 15 foot is um, it's big. It's big and it's unusual. So, yes, well. Um, we, do hear, we do have reports of them being that tall and we certainly find tracks that would – that would indicate that the, that that these beings are uh, that tall, but mm. it's not as usual as the you know seven to eight foot, nine foot. That's tall. right. Yeah. So I'd love to talk to him if you get a yeah. chance to. Uh, or talk yeah, to them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to know a few more details about what, apart yeah. from brown, I'd like to ask details about the legs and the arms and the face and. I would too, but um, all I got out of them was that. Cool, that's fine. I consider, consider myself lucky to get that. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, now, before we go on to the next one, yeah. with, with, let's go back, if, if, you, if you wouldn't mind for a moment, mm. to the voices, the two women's voices that you heard or what sounded like women's voices. So were they, if they made you think of women, was it quite high-pitched? No, just normal women's, two women talking to... Just normal, like you and I, talking type of voice. They, you would have swore blind that they were two women walking along talking, but you couldn't understand what they were saying. Did you hear footsteps as well or just the, oh, the vocal? Just the vocal. Right. Yeah, absolutely no footsteps at all. Just the fading. It was just like two people strolling along country laneway, <laughs> <laughs> having a chit-chat as they're walking along and you hear them fade in and it gets louder and louder and then it faded back out again as I kept walking. Right. 
So absolutely fascinating. Have you listened to the Sierra Sounds recordings? Oh, yes. Yes. So was it anything like that? No, no, nothing at all. If you you get a chance to find any of the YouTube videos that you've seen that, that sound similar to what you heard... Could you flick them to me? I'd love to hear what you you could you heard. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay, cool. So yeah. what's the next one? All right, next one. The general store up here during the summer, there's a little area on the side. We like to sit out there and, and have a beer after work or whatever. And one day, as it was in summer, it was the summer before last, so, yeah, 18 months ago or whatever, and we get a lot of tourists coming up, especially to Turpins Falls now, not like it used to be. It just used to be locals now, the tourists come up because it's been on tally apparently. I went, yeah. I was there a few months ago and mm. it was chockers. There were people everywhere. I know. Incredible. And it's, I don't like it now. It's no. Like that. no, I no, can understand. I can understand yeah. that. Because I used to take my kids there. It was a nice little water hole and us girls would sit up the back under the little bushes and sit there with their drinks and the kids would have a swim. And, yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. Well, I don't, anyway, think, you, I don't yes, think you can yes. even get down there at the moment. I think they closed off the walkway because it it had, in in a storm recently or in the last yeah. few months, it, it got yeah. even more damaged than, and it's too dangerous to get down there apparently. We were sitting in there having a drink, me and my boyfriend, and this girl comes in. She was obviously from out of town. She wasn't a local. I've been here a long time. I know my locals. Mm-hmm. Comes in with her shorts and her little peak cap, and when I say girl, she was would have been in her late twenties or early thirties. She doesn't know us from a bar of soap. She's come running up to me. Oh my god, you're not going to believe what just happened! And I said, "What?" And we're all ears. She said, "I was just had my kids down Turpins Falls. They're in there swimming. I'm sitting with my back to the trees." She said, "All of a sudden, this dark shadow comes in behind the trees." She could hear it breathing. She said she turned to it and it's just big and blacked out. It was so big it's blacked out, this big shadow sort of behind her, in through the trees and the bushes. She said, I'm not going to hurt you. I just turned around to her and I said, that's a yowie, and explained it to her and she was absolutely fascinated then, but she was like so excited. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> so excited. It was crazy, but she's going, please, you she was saying, if you're evil, I'm not going to hurt you, talking to it. And I think she said it just sort of backed away, but I was absolutely fascinated by that. And she heard it She heard it breathing. Yeah. Right. And But did she get a glimpse? Yeah, she it? turned her shoulder. It was behind her, and she turned around and, and saw the, the shape and the darkness. Couldn't really see, see the face or anything, so I quizzed her on it. Just in the shadows, I guess you could say, of all these bushy trees. Yeah. I love the, I lo- absolutely love that she said, "Don't worry, I won't hurt you." That's that's beautiful. <laughs> I know, and she didn't scream and run off. I thought that was like very brave of her, and she didn't want to scare the kids. I don't think. Since that happened, um, the group of people that well, I've known for quite a long time that, that became open to discussion. Then, because this woman came in and opened it up, I never talked to them about it because. I know, people think I'm the crazy bird lady as it is, and now she's saying, yeah, you see that? (laughs) (laughs) But that opened the discussion, and I told uh, the fellas what I know. One's an old Greek man in his late 60s, 
another sort of Kiwi Aussie guy who's in his late 50s. So he'd be in his early 60s, actually. Now, he was very interesting because he turned around and he goes, I saw one of them. And now he's a truck driver. I can't remember where he said it was, but he didn't know what it was until we talked about it. He goes, that's what I would have seen. He goes, this thing was running along the freeway in front of my truck and I couldn't keep up with it. But then it got him interested again. Now he knew what it was. And he, one weekend, he'd been down with his mates in Lansfield. He said to them, hey, do you guys know, ever seen a Yowie? Because now he knew what to call the thing that was running in front of his truck. And they've turned around to him and go, yeah. He goes, we were all camping out, blah, blah, around here in Lansfield, wherever it was, and there was a whole lot of us, and we heard movement in the bush, and they've got these massive spotlights, so they've just turned them straight around. Here's the Yowie stand there watching them. So that was in Lansfield. Right. Do you know, do you know how long ago that was? No, actually I don't. But I don't think it was that long ago purely because of the way the conversation was, the way what he said the friend said. And then big spotlights, the new ones are out now. I haven't been out that long. Yeah, so now he's interested, he's aware of them, he believes 100%. The latest one, and this is going to fit in with the one at Sutton Grange, and this is going to fit in with the one at Twin Rivers. Uh, recently I've got a friend in Heathcote who I called in him and his wife, and they've got uh, the hills behind them now. I've been friends with him for years, but we've never discussed it. And all of a sudden, one day, we're sitting there and he just brought it up. Yowie, Bigfoot. And I'm like, what? Why haven't we talked about this before? (laughs) Now, this guy, this guy, he's retired. He's a lovely, lovely man. His wife's lovely. Down-to-earth people couldn't get any more down-to-earth. They love animals. That's how we've become friends because they love birds and that. He can hear him up in the hills behind his house, Mount Ida, and the black cat. And he swears black and blue, that's what it is. He's done the research now because it's happened to him. And he, yep, they're at the back here. Now, he turned around and he said a couple of months ago, a friend of his was driving through Lyle, which is just up the road here. It used to be a town. It used to have a, a, a hotel, church, police station, state school. They're all gone. But there's the bridge there called the Lyle Bridge. Now, this is at the back of Pilcher's Bridge area. Uh-huh. Um, he was coming through there at night, across the bridge, and just over the other side there's a 15-foot gully off to the right. There was something in there squatting down, peekaboo over the top. The two big red light eyes were shining at him, and he absolutely dumbfounded, kept driving, but came back the next day to see the spot and saw that it was actually a 15-foot ditch that this thing was sitting in, peeking over the top. So that's bringing the 15-foot back into it again. Right. So was, yes. that, was that, your, that was your, your friend or one of a your friend friends? Of a friend. A friend of a, a friend. friend of, yes. Not someone yes. I, I can speak to directly? I doubt it. Yeah. So I didn't even know, his, I don't know his name, but I just know that Bill was so excited and over the moon that this fella had seen it because it gave him verification as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, they're, they're, they're definitely around. Oh, I know. Uh, they're definitely around. It, just in the couple of years I've been working with Australian Yowie Research, we've had quite a few reports of Dalesford, Hepburn Springs, Blackwood, mm-hmm. 
you know, Mount Warren Heap down near Ballarat, Canadian near Ballarat, and I'm surprised we haven't had more reports, but it could just very well be, like you were saying, it's not a subject that people like to talk about very much because they're afraid that everyone's going to think they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I, I'd say it as it is and I think, well, you want to think I'm crazy or well and good, but I know what I'm seeing, I know what I'm hearing, I know what I'm hearing people tell me. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's that's why yeah. why I do part part of the reason why I do this show is to get the word out that they're they're out there and that it yep. doesn't need to be mysterious uh, and it doesn't mean that you're crazy or psychotic. Um, yeah, and I, I want to provide this forum for people who might otherwise be mocked and ridiculed. This is mm. this is a safe space where you can talk about your experiences yeah. and your sightings without yeah. people ridic- ridiculing you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, um, like that Steve from How to Hunt, he is absolute brilliant. I've heard so many people say lovely things about that guy. I, I actually haven't caught his show yet, but I, I must oh, do. Oh, because... you've got to. You've <laughs> got to. He's, the people are writing to him with uh, some of them are almost borderline suicidal from what happened to him and they've got nowhere to go. And he saved them just having someone to talk to. Yeah. And exactly. David Polites, same thing. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get all that out there. Um now the government's admitted that aliens are real yeah. and scientists have admitted that ghosts are real. I grew up with a poltergeist in the house. I know they're real. Mm. The house of my mum, I still won't stay in my mother's house now. Right. Um, that all this world that we think's just fairy tales, and a lot of it's real. There, yeah, there's way more magic than we than we have been led to believe. Which is which is wonderful in a way. I I get just yeah. excited about it. Oh, I do. <laughs> just, I just get I get like really elated because there's just not anything in the world that interests me anymore like and to have this brought to reality is just like wow it makes me happy yeah yep i'm, I'm picking really up does. what you're putting down i totally agree with yeah. you <laughs> yeah. same here and yeah. how and how cool that you've got some activity in your area i know it's look i think it's pretty much gone away from this area now because the lady next to me split up with her husband, so that block got split in half, and then she split her half in half, sold off half of that. Now there's a house behind me down in the gully. People have bought the his block next to me and built a house on there, and their lunatics run around with guns all day, scaring my dogs. Oh. I don't think we're going to have much activity around where I actually live now. No, not if they're Unless, running around with guns next door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just shotguns were going off bloody Sunday morning. Like, it's just ridiculous. My oh. poor dog. Oh, how horrible. Well, she's a border collie and she's a very nervous border collie. She just goes. She's just out the driveway and runs up a couple of k's up the road. I've got to go and pick her up. Oh, so. oh bless. Poor. I know. <laughs> Darling. Poor, she's a poor girl. <laughs> so it's a bit sad that that's happened. I don't like having people living next to me either, especially with them shooting and that, but. No. Yeah, that, that might have, like, scared them away. Um, plus there's been the next lane layup, which there wasn't anyone living there. Well, there's people, there's two lots of, three lots of people there now. So, yeah, more people around, less chance of activity being here. But they still could wander through at night. Yeah. I'm one of the people I tend to look around for footprints. If I'm going for a walk through the bush or we're going out to get firewood somewhere, I'm always looking around for prints and see what's on the ground and that. But I've never come across any, but 
the ground is pretty shaly in that around here is not a lot of topsoil. Yeah. Most places, so. Same over here in Castlemaine. So there's Michelle, was there were there any other stories you heard up your sleeve? I think that's about it. That last one is what really topped it for me was that Bill's friend had seen one the side of the road in a fifteen foot peeking over the top, red eyes glaring. Been waiting for a kangaroo or something, I don't know, but it just sealed the deal with the other one that was seen up the road that was about 15 foot tall. So Yeah. And you, and that was only a, f- a few years ago, you reckon? Yeah. Yep. Yes, that was that many years ago, yeah. I said their son has seen one across the other side of the lake because he does a lot of hunting. So they're definitely around the lake in the area around here, that's for sure. That so. doesn't surprise me. Fairly typical behaviour, hanging around a big body of water. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And the rocks, you've got all the granite rocks around the Sutton Grange area there, which sort of ties it all in as well. If you do get a chance when you speak to your friend next, the one who saw that 15-foot tree, in inverted yes. commas, <laughs> walking tree, yes. just, uh, yeah, if you wouldn't mind asking them if they'd, if they'd, they don't actually have to come on the show either. I'm just, uh, just for research purposes, I'd love to, to hear their first-hand story, but but I, t- I really appreciate you telling me, though. Wow, 15 foot. I know. And that was because well, I was thinking, oh, because I asked him, I said, how tall was, you know, seven, eight foot? He goes, not nah, more like 15 foot. <laughs> was wow. standing there and that was standing there as a tree and then it walked off. Because they're looking going, why is that tree walking? <laughs> My God. <laughs> and it was middle of the day, you said, too, didn't you? It was in the day, yes, yes, during the day. I wonder if that, like, do you know how far away they were from it? Well, they were on the road driving, and this was just on the side of the road. So not far. So, walking back into the bush. Hmm. I'd love to know. So if it, was, if it was walking away from them, they might not have seen a face. That's right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that they would have. Otherwise, he would have told me because I was asking him questions. If they don't want to talk to me, if you, when you do t- speak to them again, you could ask them all of those just go over all of those questions again, like if they saw a face uh, or they saw yeah. eyes or a mouth or a nose or ears. Um, yes, yeah. How long were the arms long or short in, in proportion to its body compared to a human? Was it taking big strides? That sort of thing um, would be great to know. And, yeah. You know, was it the same amount of hair from top to bottom or was it more, more sparse um, in yeah. certain areas? You know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. People don't realise, there's probably a hell of a lot of people have seen them and don't realise it just because all they've got to do is stand still yeah. and you drive past and think it's a tree and a lot of them like to squat down and put their back to you. You wouldn't know it wasn't a burnt-out log. Exactly. In fact, the next AYR witness report is about to come out. Dean's just finishing off a new video. The woman from that encounter or that sighting saw a creature that she said, I swore it turned into a tree trunk. Like it mm. <laughs> and and so it's it's a quite a common or a stump. It's really yes. common for them to be able to make themselves look like trees. I mean, I used to horse ride. That's why one of the reason I bought the property and my daughter and I used to go out three or four days a week. And we'd ride out to the forest out here. We could have ridden past them a dozen times and not known. Yep. But I didn't know about them back then. Otherwise, seriously, I would have had like yowie eyes going. I would have been looking everywhere. (laughs) 
Because I do it now with my boyfriend, like, he drives. I've never had a boyfriend that drives before. Normally I'm the one who drives because I'm the better driver, but I'll let this one drive because he's actually as good as me. So <laughs> I'm not going to take a, a break for a few years. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and uh, driving back from Bendigo, I've got the owie. I was happening all the way up there and all the way back again. Awesome. You know, just, yeah, keeping that eye out because oh. I know they're there. And I, like you say, I want more people to know they're there. Yeah. And um, get the word out. And also, uh, for me, motivation-wise, to get the word out, but to also to not create hysteria and panic that we want to go in yeah. and kill these creatures. We don't yes. don't, don't want to kill them, don't want to capture them. No. Uh, I certainly don't want to lock one up in a in a lab and study it. No. That's the, the, the furthest from my mind. Uh, it's it's yeah. to create, so to destigmatize, so people aren't quite as terrified and then mm. don't have this, this attitude where they just want to kill one. Yeah, you know, I know, and yeah. and to know what to, what they need to do for their own safety is have some sort of guidelines where if you go into the bush and if this happens, this is what you do. You don't panic. You just go, okay, hi, I see you. I'm going to turn around and walk out now. Where yeah. People would scream hysterically, run, maybe shoot. You don't know. And these ones that we've got around here are peaceful. I know that. I could hear it in their voices. They're not aggressive. These ones that we have here are fine. You go up north in Northern Territory, there's other tribes of them up there that I wouldn't want to even drive through there, especially at night. They're really aggressive. Um, But these ones here, these guys are peaceful. They just want to be left alone to do their own thing. But we need to know they're there. Absolutely. I totally agree. Totally agree. Will you keep those eyes peeled? Oh, I am. Let me know. <laughs> and the more people I talk to, you pick up on little hints and things and, yeah. you know, oh, they might have had an encounter. Tell me more. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Go you. <laughs> you could be a roving Yowie Central reporter. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you hear something from somebody, uh, yeah, give me a call. Let me know. Oh, I, I will, Sarah, definitely. That would be yep. fantastic. That was Michelle from Reedsdale, Victoria, and her fascinating Yowie encounters. You're listening to Yowie Central on 94.9 Main FM. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine you're lying in bed... And you wake up suddenly in the middle of the night. You notice that the room seems a little brighter than normal for some unknown reason. You roll over in bed and there's a small, hairy, two-legged creature with huge black glistening eyes staring at you from a metre away. That's what happened to Wendy, my next guest. 
who has also had several strange experiences with other beings and UFOs in her hometown of Dean Mill in Western Australia. Here's Wendy. So, so you're I'm in pretty... Dean Mill in a, in a little yeah. house, in an old house. What year was it? I think it was about 2015. Okay. It was winter because I had the fire lit in the next room, the combustion stove in the lounge room. It, it, I kept kept it lit all night, just threw a big log on and it stayed lit all night. So the the room had a slight flickering glow to it my bedroom because I kept the door wide open and uh, I woke up because it seemed extra light for some reason. I was laid on my left side of my bed and facing the wall about a metre away from the wall and I opened my eyes and this what looked like a teddy bear to me was stood with its back against the wall, looking at me with its eyes wide open, really big, black, shiny eyes. And I couldn't see any other facial features except for these really big, black, shiny eyes. It looked like a teddy bear. It had the little ears, little round ears, and the round face. The the hair was like brushed, like bristle. Stiff bristle all over it, black. Had little short arms like a teddy bear. And it only stood probably a foot or, you know, 14 inches tall. But it it looked, its expression looked like it was just as as amazed as I was, you know, that it got spotted by me. And... I, I thought, oh no, I must be dreaming or something, and I, I just, I, I instantly fell back to sleep. Yeah, but I had a feeling when I thought about it the next day. I had a feeling there was maybe another one in the room or in the house as well. I don't know why, but I, I just did, and then that's it, really. How amazing! Yeah. So let's just. Let's just go over that that creature again. So you're lying in bed. We so when you when you wake up and you open your eyes, how far away from you was that creature? A meter, a meter, if that. I was on my left side, facing the wall, on the edge of the bed. It was lean, leaning against the wall. It was stood, paced against the wall. You know, looking, staring at me like, oh my god, she's seen me. You know. What what uh, what was it in on the face that gave you that impression that it was startled? The, the big wide eyes. There, there wasn't any white around the eyes or anything, but they were round and you know like a oh scared look or something. <laughs> <laughs> did did you see a mouth? No, nothing. I didn't even see a nose. It just had so much hair. Its hair was so thick and short and bristly. Did you notice any smell? No, no smell. Not that I can remember now anyway. And any sound? Did it? Did you hear any noise? Well, something woke me up. I don't know what it was. 
um, because I'm a really light sleeper uh, and something woke me up, you know, sometimes if you, you know, wood can spit during the night, you know, when the fire's lit and spit and crackle and that might wake me up, but no, something else woke me up. But I, I've, I also had other strange happenings in that house as well. Oh, I'd love to hear about that. We'll just finish talking about this one first. So, so you reckon it was about a foot tall, uh, yeah, a foot to fourteen inches. Was it wide and chunky, or was it a, a slim build? Did you see the picture I put up yes. with that? Yeah, it looked just like that. The same, same yes. build. It, it would look like I thought. God. Who, I haven't had the kids here for months and months. They didn't. They didn't have a black teddy bear. Right. And why would it be stood next to my bed all of a sudden? <laughs> you know, <laughs> with with dark with black glinting black eyes. So you so you could shiny. shiny eyes. So you could see. Yeah, really big, like uh, like if a matchbox, but round that big. Did you get a feeling that it was? A younger being or a yeah, an older I, being? I thought it was a little, a baby maybe, a little person, you know, mm-hmm. a curious type, you know, looking at me, sleeping sort of thing, yeah. So the feeling it gave you wasn't fear? No, no. It was just curious. Uh, because of that other sighting being in Donnelly Mill, which was just down the road, really, I used to get my wood delivered from a man who lived in deep in the forest in Donnelly Mill, and he grew up there. His dad grew up there. They've got their own mill. And I, thinking back on it, I thought maybe it came in the truck with all the wood I had delivered. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> You never know. So you you open your eyes. How long were you looking at it for before you went back to sleep? I I looked it up and down and then it must have been seconds, 20 seconds maybe, you know, because I didn't believe my eyes. I just, oh, no, what's going on? Because I'd seen stuff before and I thought, oh, no. What's going on? This house. Oh. In that twenty seconds it didn't move a muscle. No. Didn't move, no. Nothing. But I'd I'd heard for days before I think I'd heard noises in the night and I couldn't figure out what it was. I I didn't even know what the noise was, you know. Creaky boards maybe because it had a wooden floor in that house. Just and things tinkling like I had a lot of brassware. I used to collect brass. And also another night, I don't know if it was before or after, I woke up with a start because I had this bedside lamp, a touch lamp, that had beads hanging down from it underneath like transparent beads. And these beads were tinkling Right. Like someone was playing with them, right. but I, I put, I took me a while to put my arm out and touch the lamp to turn it on, but I did, and there was there was nothing there. So, what was that? 
<laughs> I don't know. And so you well, you uh, said it was a very old house too, as old as the mill. So yeah, there, yeah. Do you do you get? Are you you're not in that same house now, or you are? No, no. no I moved about four years ago. And did you get? Yeah. Did you ever see ghosts or get the feeling that? Apart from those yeah. unusual sounds, that there were other yeah. presences there. Yeah, I, before I even moved in, I was—I um, must have moved in first few nights. I slept in another room in the back room because I was carpeting the place. It was a full moon, weirdly enough, and down the back where the mill is, under this huge, like a salmon gum apparently a girl had hung herself years before Ah. and I didn't know this at this time but I I saw a girl standing there under that tree wow yeah what did she she look like yeah no no, don't blame you (laughs) (laughs) what did she look like she was just a teenager so far away but and there was someone stood there and then Someone told me later on that someone had committed suicide, hung themselves in that tree, and I went down to have a look, took the dog for a walk down there, and there was all these dried-up dead flowers under the tree and and all that. Yeah, girl, she didn't. She moved from the city down there and lost all her friends or something and committed suicide. Oh, poor yeah. darling. Yeah, that's no good. Just, just take me, take me back one more moment to the the little creature in your room. You said that it had little short arms. How how yeah. long? Where where did they reach down to? Did you get an idea of I, that? Only, only maybe its hips, not to its knees or anything. No, well that I can remember. I've been looking at this picture of this teddy bear on. Mm-hmm. online for a long time but um i don't think they were that long but it had short little weird little short legs you know did, stumpy legs yeah did you see any hands or feet no i didn't take any notice its hair was so thick that you couldn't see anything that like that everything was rounded off because of this bristly hair right yeah. Yeah. And, and the hair was covering the whole face except for the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no bald patches or thin no. areas. No. Cuz it gets so cold down there, you can imagine they'd grow extra hair in winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that is absolutely fascinating, Wendy. I I I can't thank you enough for for taking the time to talk to me. I I really appreciate it. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, Hopefully I can believe my eyes now. I've spoken to way too many people now who sound to me entirely genuine and uh, I, I have no reason to, to not believe you either. <laughs> there's yeah. there's lots of things out there. There are lots of strange beings and creatures yeah. out there that people come into contact with. Um, and so, look, I'm not, I'm not sure about – so I've been listening while you've been explaining what you saw and – I'm not sure if it's a Junjadi or not because most of the time with the Junjadis they they have the longer arms like like the big ones do uh-huh. like the doula girls do. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure if what you saw was maybe a baby Junjadi or a baby Yowie. 
but it would be unusual for them to be there without their parents. And how did it get in the house? How did it get in the house? And where was mum and dad? If it's a juvenile, what's it doing there? And that's the tiny. Is, that's, that's really uh, tiny. Yeah. I did used to, through the day, leave the back door open for the cat and the dog to come and go. So maybe stepped in, followed the cat or something. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Did you ever notice so, any food going missing from the kitchen or anything? No, I never left any around because I had cockroaches and stuff, you know. I can't remember now anyway. It's too long ago. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's, that's, thank you. I really appreciate you, you telling your story to us. Yeah. I had a, a lot of other stuff happen there. One night, the same situation. It was winter. I wake up with the glow of the fire and there was a, a being stood at my bedroom door with a white, he had a white robe on or something. So tall, his head was above the door frame of the door frame and I could see part of a straw hat. I was wearing a straw hat. <laughs> right. How strange. What? what uh, but I, what, did, I it, never did it have thought, a human face? I didn't see a face because the the fight, the light was behind it. Do so you, you know just, what I mean? Yeah. So you just you look up and in the doorway, yeah. silhouetted. You see. Yeah. And but you could could you actually you couldn't see any of the head because it was above the door frame or or it was just it was like dark. the brim of the hat was just caught on the underneath of the top of the frame of the door. So I didn't see the top of the hat, but the face was. Must have been below the frame of the door, but it really tall because you know the six foot or seven foot doorways. What did that being do? Was it just motionless? I just woke up and it was standing there, mm. and I I screamed and pulled my legs up towards me, and pulled the blanket over my head and hoped it went away. But I must have gone to sleep again. Yeah. And it obviously wasn't there when you woke up again. No. Was that the only thought, time you saw that being? Yeah, well, that was the only one, yeah. But um, I've seen three orange orbs going down the street. Right. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you're, yeah. you're, you're, um, you're one of those people that, that sees lots of different things. They must be attracted yeah. to you somehow. So what? tell me about the orbs. What, um, what, how big were they? They were about because I thought some silly buggers riding a bi- a bicycle, you know, and you can see the reflectors on the recycle the wheel going around, but it was daytime, <laughs> and it was a ball, three balls of light. And when I went to the window to have a look, one of them stopped like it knew it'd been seen. Oh, well, the other two carried on. And then this one shot off as well. They were orange-like, like a fireball, like a ball of fire. So were you in a car or you were walking? No, I was in the house. Ah, oh, okay. And I was walking towards the window to start closing the window, the blinds and the curtains because it was starting to come in dark, but it wasn't dark yet. But you know, keep the house warm. 
yeah, these things. I thought, what? what's that? And I went to the window quick and had a look and these three balls of fire sort of thing. Were they travelling quickly? Like the speed of a car. Okay, so not that, not in suburbia, suburbia it's, is it? So it's not that It's far. not suburbia. No, this is a, a village. There's ah. 70 houses there ah. and the mill. <laughs> right. But oh, right, of course, yeah. Only like. 20 houses have got people in and most of them keep to themselves, you know. Mum lived over the road in her house. There was like two neighbours besides mum and that was it. Were they travelling yeah. in, a, in a line or were they yeah. in some kind of formation? Like one behind the other going down, down the hill and then they went around the corner around there because I lived on, on a street corner coming down the street, then they turned up the street and went towards that that, um, that old tree, I suppose, where I saw that girl in that direction. Ah. Yeah, strange. That is strange. I, I've seen UFOs since I was about four years old. My brother and I saw a UFO because I'm from England and um, – yeah, we were sat on a wall under a tree waiting for my dad to come home from work because he'd put us on his motorbike and take us down to the house. And a UFO was in the top of a tree looking at us. Right. What did it look like? <laughs> it looked it looked like you know you know that that kids show with the animated people, the Thunderbirds. Yes. They had that that ship that would open up at the bottom and another craft would mm-hmm. come out. Yep. It looked like the front of that, it, just the front part, it was like really rounded off and with windows in it. It looked just like that because I was four, my brother was five. We used to watch the Thunderbirds. In the sixties, <laughs> mm. I'm I'm a little, maybe a little bit younger than you, but I remember watching this, the Thunderbirds too. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> that's 70s. what we thought it was. Yeah, yeah, right. Didn't didn't make a sound, nothing, but it had these weird windows in it, like uh, it was sort of you know steampunk type mishmash. Yeah. Windows, and I'm I'm pretty sure they had brass around them, which is weird. I don't know why a spacecraft would have brass windows. No. So, and it's just hovering above a tree in the in a tree. Yeah. And then we chatted about it, and we looked up again. And it was gone. Right, and you didn't see it move away. No, no, it didn't make a sound. So you, you were with your father. What did he say? I was with my brother, my older brother. Oh, with your brother. Yeah. So what did what did and your brother say? He he's I ask him now and he says, oh, I can't remember that. Can't uh, remember. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You did you vividly remember it, but he doesn't remember yeah. it at all. But he was scared stiff of anything to do with aliens or UFOs or anything like that. Uh, well that might yeah. that might be why he he's blocked it out. Yeah. That's scary. I was catching up with my podcast when I was in hospital and I heard you on Paranormal Portal. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So that spun me out again. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thanks yeah. so much for talking to 
Yowie Central and to Australian Yowie Research. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Thank you. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Wendy from Deanville in Western Australia. Remember, if you've had any strange, mysterious experiences and you'd like to come on the show and share your story with the Main FM community, let me know via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. Yowie Central will be back next week, same time, same place, on 94.9 Main FM. Catch you next week. Stay safe. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. For your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack. For free shipping and 365 day returns.